0: I am Brother Cornell West, and this is Hip Hop Can Save America.
1: Peace and love, everybody. It's your man, Manny Faces. Just wanted to let you know that Hip Hop Can Save America is now available as a live stream show every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. You can find it at hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Excerpts from that show will be played here on the audio feed, so you'll still get the good interviews that you've been used to. But check out the live stream and check out my free Substack newsletter at mannyfaces.substack.com that's filled with all kinds of stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and generally hip-hop news that isn't about dumb shit. For everything hip-hop can save America, hip For everything Manny Faces, mannyfaces.com. And if you find value in this work, you can support it. We'd love to have you aboard as a supporter at patreon.com mannyfaces. Now let's go. There's an initiative that was created and launched by two folks over at Google, developed during their 20% time. That's the time that Google allows employees the resources and leeway to work on projects of their own choosing. Gmail, as it happens, was once someone's 20% time project. In any event, what started out as Python MC and is now called Breakbeat Code is one of my favorite intersections of hip-hop, technology, education, and working with youth. Now, I'll let my guests break it down, but I promise, once you hear about it, you'll definitely be intrigued. And once you see it, you might be blown away. Now, I've been honored to keynote and mentor at their events in the past, and wherever I'm in conversation or conducting teacher development workshops, and I'm talking about ways that hip hop can help level the playing field and increase technology innovation across the board, but most importantly, where it's needed the most, this is one of the first examples that I give. So let's find out more. Here's my talk with Richard Ashey and Calvin Pinay from Google and Breakbeat Code. Here we go. Welcome to my two good friends uh, who I've worked with on a number of occasions in regards to the initiative that we're going to talk about tonight, uh, today, depending on when you're watching this. Uh, please, if you would, gentlemen, I've given a little bit of a you know prelude to who you are and why we're speaking, but introduce yourselves as you like to be presented to the world. I don't like to just read bios. Sometimes that's not how you feel that day. You know what I mean? So... Please, Richard, start with you.
2: All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, Manny, great to see you again. Good to see you. Uh, My name is Richard Ashe. I work at Google, and I created something called Breakbeat Code all the way back in 2017 to teach coding to students through music production. And I should say I started off creating this curriculum to teach in this little tiny classroom of 10 people. Did that for a while. Then I met my good friend, colleague and co-founder, Calvin Penny, who helped me make this way better. So,
1: yeah, great to see you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Calvin, what's up, man? Hey, what's happening, man? What's
0: happening? Good so, to see you. Um, you know, I, I know you got the Yankees at, uh, you know, um, but I'll, I'll give you a pass being up here in Boston the Red Sox <laughs> City. You know what I mean? But like, we're
1: going to cut. The, we're going to play one of these. Uh, <laughs> <wrong answer. laughs> but it's good. Go ahead
0: yeah yeah so yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so Cal penny i'm um i also work at google and um fellow co-founder with richard for breakbeat code and um you know i got an interesting story i just i started off as a coding coach and then kind of like what richard what richard said when we teamed up uh one of one of the first events that i did was uh back home in my hometown in the virgin islands and matter of fact that's a you know i brought you know manny we you know we teamed up to do that and that generated quite a bit of excitement to the point where I started, you know, I, there's some people at Google that heard about it. That was from the Virgin Islands that told me like, Hey, wait, how did you, how do you not reach out to me? How, how could I get involved? Right. Yeah. So it started to spread like wildfire. I come from a background. I love music, um, started playing, you know, started messing around with Fruity Loops, Ableton, all of, all of that stuff. So, um, I just thought it was like a really cool program to, to not only learn and teach other students, but, um, you know to to be able to like expand it as it relates to you know um to steam and, and stem curriculum so
1: yeah it's actually okay so this sits at this perfect world or a perfect storm of uh technology uh music production programming and you know pedagogy teaching especially aimed at young people it's it's the perfect thing for those for that you know mixture um Which is why I love it so much. And let's take it back. Obviously, we know each other for a long time. Richard, you've been on before. You've explained this. But for anybody tuning in or watching now for the first time becoming this, let's take us to the basics. What does Breakbeat Code consist of? How does it work? What does it look like in practice, if you could? Just, you know, the the rundown. Yeah. And so Breakbeat Code uh, start off with um,
2: me teaching myself Python, listening to hip hop. I was actually, actually listening to The Choice Is Yours by Black Sheep. Right. And for everyone who remembers that it's old enough to remember that it starts off with this and that and this and that. It actually sounds a little bit like code like if this then that. Right. And so then I did when I say I did research, I literally googled hip hop teaching coding user production and right. I found this thing called ear sketch. Ear, so sketch ear, ske- right. ear sketch. yeah so Georgia Tech created this amazing tool which basically is a digital audio workstation, the same kind of thing that like Pharrell or any of these producers will use. And normally, though, they'll use something like Ableton or FL Studio or Logic, or any of these professional music production software tools. And they'll point, click, drag, drop, like you normally would. The difference with your sketch is students can write code to do the same things. So instead of pointing and clicking, they're writing some instructions actually in a programming language called Python, which is one of the most popular programming languages in the world. It's used by any company out there. It's used by NASA. It's used by everyone. And using a little bit of Python code, literally like five lines of code, students with no coding experience, no music experience, within less than 30 minutes will start writing code to remix music tracks and i'm not just talking like generic midis like just right. you know keyboard sounds it's actually like Ca- alicia Cassi- keys.
1: casio keyboard yeah t- 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 yeah yeah <laughs> right. like no offense to that but like the right, right, like, right. but it's right. like so- they, sorry casio <clears throat> the, sorry, Cassio. sponsor sponsor the show don't take it personal yeah, big up to casio but they,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the air sketch what they did was they uh they did all these deals with alicia yep. keys common pharrell Jay-Z, all these artists have Mm. said, great, take my sounds, upload it to your platform, let the students remix them. They can even publish them in SoundCloud. We always Mm. say, don't try to monetize them because that is Jay-Z, and Jay-Z's got some lawyers. But apart from that, you can actually put your stuff out there in the world without any, like with very little training. Next thing you know, you're an artist engineer. That's ultimately what we're trying to do. We're trying to inspire students to become artist engineers, to combine like as Calvin was saying the other day, combine the left brain, right brain. Because we really think mm. if you're an engineer today, if you're like a computer programmer who's just staring at a screen and that's what you think you're going to do for 10 years, it's probably not what your job's going to look like. You're going to need right. to be a lot more creative. And if you think you're an artist who just is going to like avoid technology, which I don't think many artists do, but like I think there's an opportunity right now in particular to really embrace some of the things we're seeing in AI. Yeah. like artists will also become now more technical I think in many ways and you're already mm-hmm. seeing that you're seeing it happen right now and it's, it's really exciting and so that's what we're trying to do create these artists engineers inspire the next generation tech leaders
1: yeah Kevin what's your perspective on this again coming from someone you know I guess on more on the, not more but from the music side or having that you know that DNA music production and, and that kind of stuff what what's your take on on the, on the on the initiative and how it's worked out
0: Well, you know, I'll tell you this, you know, one thing I I like about it is, and what we found when we started going into different um, parts of the world with this program, is that one thing that's central to each culture, no matter if you're in New York, Jamaica, Nigeria, Kenya, is music, right? So so the thing about music is that it's relatable no matter where you are in the world. And to add that part with, with coding, yeah it it just makes it, it just lowers the floor and it makes it more engaging for the students right. to to want to participate, right? Because like sometimes, I mean, you know, back when I was growing up, you kind of get laughed at and picked at as like, oh, what, you're in the computers, like you're doing blah, blah, blah. blah. Right. But now but now we have like a cool factor where not only are you doing computers, you're actually doing something with music. So right. at the same time, you get to like make something cool so you could have that extra like, what, what we call like a payoff, right? because mm. typically right. with when you're learning coding you learn you know little exercises and how to um you know cr- create like a palindrome or you just like these like little basic um you know computer like puzzles right, right? hello but, world right right, right exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. it's like
1: yeah you know,
0: like like you 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 get that to someone who's anyway and i mean and the thing is like we mainly focus on students between 12 to 18 but we have expanded it to, to quite a, a larger audience and is definitely took off to the point where, you know, um, you know, you have something that's engaging, something that's easy to, 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 to use. And, and it's a beginning plat, it's a beginning stage for you to, okay, well, Hey, I c- could feel comfortable doing something like this coding and playing music. Yep. You know, maybe I want to like look at other careers in tech. So right. coming from me, from my background, you know, music, of course, everyone wants to grow up to be an artist. Right. And then sure. everybody wants looking at sports, like, Hey, how could I become a, you know, get into sports, well, now you're opening up. You're you're opening up the toolbox a little bit, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you could be an artist. But you could right. also be an engineer, right? Right. You right. could also use this coding to get to something else. So that that's what really, you know, that's that's what really got me excited about this program because this is just this is just the beginning, right? Right. And we're 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 like what Richard said. When when it comes to AI, we're getting to that place where pretty much we're going to be able to automate a lot of the stuff that we do. Matter of fact, we're starting to use what was called NLP, natural language, where you could just speak and you just use your natural language and just tell the, the computer what to do, and you'll have it, you know, done. So, um, so, so yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like just super excited at where we're at right now with the program, and just yep. yeah, and you know. I can't wait to see where it goes from here.
1: I've seen this in action. As you know, I helped facilitate a couple of the, you know, local workshops back in uh, New Jersey, Brick City, where I used to uh, reside for a bit. And of course, I rock with y'all and I've, you know, helped. I've been at some of these events. I have said unequivocally, you can look up my social. I've talked about it online, that to see a young person who probably probably never thought of this as even a thing. Right. They didn't even know this was a thing you could do. That they, you don't think about it like, I, you know, we don't think about it, much less like a 14, 15 year old kid who's like, ah, I got to go to this program at the library or at the whatever. My mom wants me to go. But they're like, I like music. I like, you know, computers. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe. They, mm-hmm. And, they, you know, and then yeah. in, in less than like I said, maybe in half an hour. But by that end of that, like two, four hour session, not only have they obviously had the have the basics of computer programming, which is crazy on its, on its, on its face. They've made this music. They've made this, they, they've made these tracks. They've uh, created uh, uh, sequences and layers mm. of music yep. and they're, they're loving it. And inevitably it's, when can I do this again? When is the next thing? Yeah. So I, I, I just wanted to emphasize that y'all are like telling me what you do, but I've seen it and I, you're not paying me. I, I could be lying through my teeth. I've seen it work. It's a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. So since we've talked last, since you've done it, obviously, you know, we were in through pandemic, we were doing them remote. Now I guess we're back to doing them in, in person again, but just through the course of the initiative, I want to know two things. One, Calvin, you, you, you hinted at, like how it's changed or how you've expanded it, right? So that I'd like to know about. And then, and, and before that, I guess, ultimately, I want to say what examples or anecdotes or Premier experiences have you seen come out of this, especially when it comes to young people, especially especially when it comes to young people who have traditionally not been given opportunities in tech or in STEM, you know, from underprivileged communities, under-resourced communities, underloved communities. Uh, you know, that's some of the focus of, of the program as well. So what are some ways that you guys get to brag about it, too, and say, oh, man, I've seen it work and this is why? Why you go for it, Calvin?
0: Yeah, as far as, uh, you know, places where we'd be able to take this program to um, like, of course, I talked about my hometown, the Virgin Islands, but we were right. able to uh, partner with uh, one of our, uh, I would say, strategic partners, Orphan Starfish, where we are able to take this program to, um, you know, Jamaica, Haiti and indigenous populations in North America. And then from there, we, um, we were able to take the program into uh, to, to Kenya, Ghana and Nigeria. And, you know, what, what, what I found with taking, you know, this program to those parts of the world is that, you know, the the students is just like a, a certain level of excitement that they come and they, they have no idea like, hey, what am I getting into? Especially when you're like partnering with some of the, you know, organizations, they're like, wait a minute, what are we doing? We're going to make <laughs> music, we're going to code and we're yeah. going to do it online. And it's yeah. like, I could just, you know, you just have this nervous energy as you're just getting ready to plan this. But then, you know, once you have, um, you know, once we just pair up in smaller groups, it's the amazing thing about it. And what, what what I saw is that, you know, we talk about music, the music side, which is the creative side. Right. But another part that we see is the collaboration, because you're able to have mm-hmm. students collaborate and work together in teams. And they start teaching mm-hmm. other students on how to, um, you know, on like just the basics of coding. Right. Because it's one thing. With me as an me as the instructor telling students like, okay, well, you need to do this, this, and that. Right. But to have a pair that could actually like help people together in a group, mm-hmm. that's what we saw. That's amazing. And the next thing too is just, you know, building basic computational skills. Right. So from um, like, like you said, right, like the pandemic, they've definitely gave us an opportunity to kind of scale um, remotely, right? But then, um, and then Richard, you know, we're able to do it to a larger audience in in Canada, and I can have Richard talk about that. To where, you know, the, you know the vision. The vision for us is is kind of like where we're at right now. To where we could do like these in person events, as long as um offering like a virtual option, mm. because um you know we want to be able to reach 1.5 million people by by, by end of 2025, right? Which mm. is a very ambitious goal, and um and you know we're making strides to 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 get there and doing a really good job. I know I talked about, you know, where we've expanded, but also the volunteers. So I was able to have, um, so it's funny, I went to St. Thomas to actually speak about the Breakbeat Co program, and the local government, they reached out to me to do a, to, to, for us to partner with the Boys and Girls Club, which we did an event for. And I pulled, and I was able to recruit some volunteers from the University of the Virgin Islands. And I've had people that remember me from the events that remember us from the events that we did, that reached out to me and said like hey b- because you helped me with because i volunteered with the program that you guys did i was able to put that on my resume as a volunteer effort to get into a cybersecurity company oh, wow. right it's valedictorian yeah. that went to uvi right awesome. mm. and then you so so at those moments just like yeah. you get you super excited because it's not only the students it's even the volunteers that that okay. come in to help out with the program so going back um you know, that's what really gets me energized. And we, we're getting, we're hearing the stories day by day. You know, the day by day, the stories keep coming to us um as far as like how we're creating impact through the program. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 But, Richard, yeah. are you're going to cut in. I just want to say, Calvin, I'm sorry you have to go to such like unexotic places to do this work. It's really, it must be a drag. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: It's like, that's the toughest part <laughs> of my job, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, going sorry. back to USVI again. Oh, yeah.
2: oh well. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so (laughs) I was just going to add on top of what Calvin was saying. And uh, by the way, I didn't actually hear that story about the volunteer. That's amazing. Uh, But like, yeah, we're the, Calvin's mentioned like we brought this to Canada. And so we partnered with an organization called, um, they're now called Collogix. They were called Cobblestone. And they're like, hey, we're going to bring this out to a bunch of schools around the Canada. I was like, okay, cool. We got used to doing kind of 50 person, 20, 100 person events. And then like, we're like, okay, cool. How many people are going to log in? Oh, about 50, 60, 70 uh, participants. Cool. It's like, but those are teachers. It's actually going to be 25 students a class. So next thing you know, we're doing like 1,000, 2,000 person events. And it's really cool because it's like us we're live streamed in the classroom. And in education, they talk about having a guide on the side. And basically the idea is like the teacher doesn't have to be proficient in that thing that you're teaching right now. They just need to do the real hard work of teaching, which is like managing the classroom and right. asking open questions and doing all that finessing. And we just live stream the experience and then they give us feedback through chat. So that was like a big thing that allowed us to scale. The other thing is like teaching teachers. And Calvin mentioned that we started off uh, looking at like at a 12 to 18 years old. Right. But then we had all these schools coming to us and saying, Actually, different organizations, I should say. And they're like, well, actually, what about adults? And Mm -hmm. there's nothing stopping adults from learning. It's just where we're focused today. We have limited resources. Mm -hmm. Like, well, teach our teachers. And then we'll teach those adults. And so one of them was the World Food Program. And so the World Food Program, a lot of people know, they actually have a massive investment in education, particularly for refugees. Mm -hmm. And so they said, train our trainers and we're just going to go and take this and run with it. And they ended up teaching thousands of students. And like we trained them six months later, checked in and they're like, Rich, you have no idea. You've changed (laughs) lives. And I was like, well, I didn't do a whole lot. I just trained you. (laughs) You're the ones that did the real work. And, but they, these people went on to be inspired to like take on further education, get certifications to fast track their careers in tech, which is incredibly inspiring.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I said brag about it. Yeah, sure did, man. That's that's that's, that's impressive. Um, what? Uh, okay. Why are we here today? Let's talk. Yeah. Let's get to that. I want to make sure that we we make yeah. this is great. This is ongoing. You'll tell me about what's you know long term, medium to long term plans. But also, you have something specific coming up. Um, that we wanted to bring attention to. Tell me about this. Thank you. So on December sixteenth, eleven a.m. to three p.m you
2: can join us for a free half-day hackathon event. This one's really special. Uh, this is similar to what we did with you, Manny, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, There's a few big surprises here, which we're gonna spoil as we speak right now. <laughs> let go to breakbeatcode.com, so breakbeatcode. And we'll you'll put it in the, the, uh, the post, I'm sure. There'll be
1: something fancy right There'll here. Something,
2: one of those something thingies. <laughs> and uh, you go there and you can sign up. It's free. Join us from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern uh, online, this live stream event. What we're going to have there, we're going to have a hackathon. You're going to get hands-on experience, learn how to code, remix music. And then the goat of freestyle hip-hop, Supernatural, ah. is going to join us as a special guest. And he is going to be rhyming to their beats. Okay, so students are going to code some beats. We're going to pass it over to DJ Siege, our resident DJ. Supernatural is going to come on stage. He's been at our previous event. It was amazing. And uh, he's going to come back to us again. We're super excited. And then we're also going to do a demo of something that Google did with Lupe Fiasco called Text Effects. So one of uh, our creative engineers, our creative technologist, uh, a guy named Aaron Wade, is joining us. He's just an amazing person. And basically, it is generative AI for rap. Hmm. And so, yeah, and he's going to demo that. Okay. and uh, and And a couple of our participants will walk away with new DJ equipment. So we're going to give away... A uh, Hercules DJ controller. It's like one that you could hook up to your smartphone. Like, I use like a Hercules DJ controller. It's good stuff. Nice. Yeah. And then grand prize that we're going to give away is a Pioneer Serato limited edition gold. Ooh,
1: nice.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're we're playing, just, we just found normal. out about two hours ago we're doing that. So oh, yeah. Nice.
1: Good timing. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad we waited a day mm-hmm. to do this. There you <laughs> go. Uh, that's super dope. Um, I, I, one of the things we didn't mention before, but, you know, uh, that always happens uh, after the events is that performance add on. Right. So kids make the beats. They're dope. They share them or collaborate a lot of times, you know, pass them around. Everyone's kind of listening. And, you know, but then it turns into, as we have done in the past, sort of a, a, a dance party later on. The DJ will collect all the beats and start rocking them. And and it, you, you yeah. see the, the payoff, as you mentioned. That's one of the, the important factors to this whole thing. Absolutely, and
2: yeah, and the students are going to be able to just. Uh, we're going to have like a. They're going to submit a form. They're going to share their code. If they submit, then they join the the raffle for the prize. That's dope. And then you know, real time, will we be remixing them with DJCs? Yeah, it's gonna be, be awesome. It's that's what's experience.
1: up. Yeah. Uh, so okay, dope. That's the short term. That's what's happening now. Um, let me ask you a question before I ask you about the long term plans and kind of you know as as you touched on, but like where you want this to go, and and more importantly anyone who feels connected or touched by this or interested in this, how they can also maybe get involved. I'm sure you mentioned teachers, you mentioned volunteers. What does that process look like? If someone was like, I'd like to be one of your teachers, I'd like to be one of your volunteers. What do you look for? How does it work? And uh, what do people need to know to be able to get involved?
2: Yeah. So anyone can just reach us on breakbeatcode.com. Hit contact us. We will respond immediately with all the resources you need. As a teacher, so you, we have self-paced training. You'll be able to join our Google group to get to the distribution list. And we're just going to give you the curriculum for free. Right. Now, what we'd love to see you do is take that and remix it and make your own. We've seen some people do some really awesome stuff. We have this a club in uh, Pittsburgh called Assemble. First great example of this. They integrated our curriculum with their history of house music. And they made that their own. So we'd love people to just remix it. Everything we're offering is free. And we also do uh, regular train the trainer events as well. So
0: yeah, just reach out to us. Yeah. And just to add to add what Richard is saying too, right? Like you could, if you have a creative idea, actually, one of my uh, coworkers, she was thinking of, you know, because she helped me, she helped us with an event that we did in Atlanta. And she wants to become a coach because she wants to um, start teaching. Uh, the, the local churches, right? She just wants to see how she could get like groups of people in the local churches to, 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 to actually teach this curriculum to, right? She sure. could just turn it into yep. her own. So, you know, yep, you could, you could do it on your own if you want to learn how to become a coach and then potentially, you know, we have events that we, you know, that we're running so you could get plugged in that way. Or Say that if you want to learn so you could teach your kids or teach some family relatives, th- this program as well, you know, it's, it's very accessible. Right. So, right. um, yeah, we keep it a little floor so people could get access to it and, um, and you know, hop on board.
1: If you're me and have a whole bunch of kids, yeah, <laughs> then you actually kill both. but well, you could do both because, you know, you, you get to teach your kids and teach a lot of people at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Um, what, um, are you partnering with schools? Uh, you know, K through 12 actual schools, and if not officially, how can teachers who are interested in using hip hop to get kids engaged in STEM, uh, you know, kind of work that into their curriculum or work that, in, you know, into their uh, everyday teaching procedures? Is that yeah. something y- y'all do or think about or help with? Yeah, that's,
2: that's a great question. So um, anyone can just take the curriculum and, and remix it. Um, yep. We are like, to your point, really inspired to see, um, the fact that hip hop's being integrated into education in all sorts of interesting ways, yeah. very obviously Hamilton, but Hamilton wasn't like a isolated phenomenon. That, that's been happening around the U.S. and high schools all around the country where people are taking hip hop to teach math, to teach history, to, you know, create cultural awareness, to do and to like really integrate all sorts of disciplines. So. Yeah, I mean, if people want to join the conversation with us, we love hearing those stories and love the opportunity to to be a part of that in any
1: way. And like you said, can they can if they want to take it upon themselves, grab the curriculum, you know, see what people have been doing already, uh, and 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 try to work that into their uh, their own uh, operations, I guess you'd call it. Um, Let's think bigger, real quick, before again. But at the end, I'm going to ask you to tell me where we're going with this in the future. uh, You know, big picture. But I want to get y'all opinion on this since you're working in the intersection of arts and technology and you work for some company, whatever. Um, AI, you mentioned it, you touched upon it, you Mm. talked about it. There's a lot of interesting possibilities with art and hip hop and lyricism and songwriting and the Beatles and, you know, all these things that are happening. What's your general opinion perspective being, you know, in the seats of uh, you know in the seat of the technological powerhouse and also touching it like uh in the arts and, and working with these these programs one-on-one what do, what do you think overall yeah. it's just a wide open open-ended question
2: yeah yeah AI so, and the arts and the arts um so this is really interesting there's some interesting things happening with AI um there's there's obviously the concern around uh you know ownership of content and you know if AI is like sort of repurposing, you know, someone's work in, in ways that, that that they shouldn't perhaps. Quite frankly, I think actually AI is the new sampling. So when, in some ways, like we are, you know, we're in the post-sampling world. Obviously, yep. uh, we went through all of the different things that had to happen for us to kind of work through how we could sample in the right way. I think AI is at the beginning of that process where they're trying to figure out like how's AI actually going to you know, cr- help create great music while at the same time respecting artists, um, and that's the tricky thing I think they're figuring out right now. So, taking that element aside, there's this other side of it where AI can just bootstrap any any workflow. So it could be whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a rapper, right? And and if you you know if you look at how a lot of producers, they spend a lot of time just clicking beats, clicking sounds, like. Mm. And like they spend hours and hours, (laughs) rappers will just like kind of create 10 next amount of content they actually ever put out there in the world because they have to just keep iterating. And like some of the sort of more forward looking artists right now, they're looking at AI as a way to collaborate saying like, Hey, I'm going to do version one, right? I'm going to give you a prompt. You're just going to spit out my first version of my track, my sound, Mm -hmm. my video, whatever it is. And I think that's, That's the opportunity. That's seeing AI as like a collaborative partner. what do you think?
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with the collaborative um, partner aspect of it. Because when people think about AI, it's almost the the worry or the fear that, oh, it's going to replace, you know, Mm. where people fit as far as, you know, certain roles or in the workplace. And then you, you think about it. You know richard touched on one thing is that you know we definitely need to kind of figure out like how we could have like uh some governance around rights around the type of you know lyrics or the the copyrighted material that's out there voices you know yeah yeah you know you know you got people out there like even saying like wait a minute but that sounds like tupac but that ain't tupac you know like Right. So um, but but one thing that I'm really excited about when it comes to um, the AI is I feel like it's going to democratize some things in music, like as far as like beat making. Right. For example, I know that there's this one large language model called Music LLM, where you could uh, pretty much uh, in natural language, you could just type kind of like ChatGPT, You could say like, hey, I want this sound. I want that sound. I think those are the type of cool things that are starting to come out. So it's to the point where we're going to have to start teaching people um was what's very popular now is prompt engineering so you're gonna have to learn on like hey how how can you communicate in like real language to the computer so you could tell it exactly what you wanted to do get the best results right like i'm here talking about using fruity loops doing all this stuff but hey some kid is probably gonna be like wait what what are you guys doing like trying to do all i mean like I'm just telling. I'm just giving instructions. I'm just telling the computer to do, you know, do do what, do tell what a dog I what I yeah. want, you know. So mm-hmm. that that's it's the insane. exciting. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm not saying like we're gonna go all that way with AI, but it's kind of interesting. But we have to like. I, I think that Richard and I we in an interesting place where we could innovate and kind of play with some of that that type of technology, especially with the groups that we're working with, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I'm really excited to see how we could incorporate that element, you know, as we talk, like one of the biggest things when it comes to AI right now is multi, um, multimodal models. So that's multimodal is pretty much you have, um, you have vision, you have audio, which that's what we're doing music. And then you have text. And then you have um, videos, right? So it's right. almost like how you could use natural language to generate those type of um, th- those type of mediums, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. multimodal, I know. You know, okay. explain it, but I'm All glad right. you did. For the audience, right? <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at, yeah. yeah you know, know, know. Of, course, of course. Multimodal, come on. Of course. Oh, this is elementary yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, I just learned this uh, stuff last week, so.
1: <laughs> you know?
0: I'm just learning uh, as i learning
1: that. I, I I could definitely see like the like you know the sessions the initiative as being sort of a a, a training ground like a you know eh, I don't you know treat kids as guinea pigs but the, the best creators are the young folk that don't have any mm-hmm. preconceived notions about yeah. what's what I'm supposed to use and they're gonna find some way to you know to use these kind of things in a way that we've never imagined and that's still a human input. Yeah, it's still you can't like just say okay computer make me a song. Sure, it'll do it. I've seen it. I've seen the the raps that it can make. And it's like, my you know, my mom can write a rap like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. But the intricacies of human thinking and, and putting for to say, hey, computer, do it like this, but also like this. That's still a creative input. Mm-hmm. So you're still going to get a creative output and it's not going to mm-hmm. ruin. I don't think I, I'm being optimistic, but I don't think it's going to ruin any art form, particularly any music art form or music genre. Yeah, that's how I, I feel. They- I agree, and I think I think you're
2: going to see a lot of generic stuff get yeah. automatically generated. you are seeing
1: generic stuff now.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's kind of like you know when I think like any of this new technology. When when DAWs were first created, some of the early you know, music production software, you've seen this many. Like each generation of this look like a huge shortcut. Right. And if you're an old school DJ, you could probably argue that's true for a lot of things. But also, sure. like like really opened up. Opportunities for a lot more people to like get into it, and start creating. Like I gotta tell
1: you entry. I gotta tell you, serato stems is the greatest thing that came across the DJ you know platform in a long time. I Not, I'm hundred percent with it. But you know, Richard, you it.
0: bring up a good point, man. Because I remember my, my boys like back when he would DJ. You know, everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, you're DJing on you're DJing on vinyls," mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden, it's like. You know, you use uh, CD turntables and the new guys that use the CD turntables, people are like talking about, like, wait a minute, nah, you know, go, cl- you gotta use vinyls, you gotta learn on vinyls. Then you now you have carry to carry ser- the crates
1: up right? and down the stairs. You carry- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man, dude, I can remember so many times, like, carrying like plenty of freaking crates just so I could get in free with you know, my boy that's and you know what I mean? But <laughs> it's just like, now I'm like, wait, but why do we have to do that? I could just walk with a CD book. But now it's to the point where, guys, I got Serato. And it's like you just look at this like natural progression of where things are going. You know, it's really excited to work with the populate like the students that we're working with because they're thinking like, you know, like, hey, there's some new ways of how we could go ahead and create music, um, especially with as it relates to AI. So yeah,
1: yeah. And again, just the leveling the playing field a little bit. I I get that it makes it easier, and then so everyone can do it. I mean, you know, that. But that's sort of always been the case with new technologies as it's as it's gotten better, you know, and better and better. When we were able to. You know, burn a CD. Now all of a sudden, we're record labels. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) burning songs and making our own mixtapes, and and we could buy the one copier, like the one to one (laughs) CD recorder copier. And now we're slanging CDs. Like, no, no, we're not. Doesn't mean we're DJ Who Kid. You know what I mean? (laughs) We were just like experimenting with what um, was available to us, and I don't think it ruined uh, the music business. Certainly not that in of itself at all. So, I look forward to it. What I guess now we'll get to it. Now we'll lay it out. What is the big picture for Breakbeat code for the future? Uh, the 1.5. I don't think that's ambitious enough. You should just go to two. Just make it two. Let me get two million, million. I mean, you know, I'm just a guy that knows about multimodals. Right. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> not so don't All take it. Right,
2: right, yeah. You know. yeah. So uh, <laughs> Manny called us out. So, yeah. So, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so two million. There you go. That's a go. goal. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, Calvin and I are now uh co-founding what's now gonna be called Breaky Code Inc. It's a nonprofit. So we started off as a what we call a 20% time project at Google. Right. Uh, which like like Gmail, that was a twenty percent time project. It's like, hey, wow. you can take some of your time, go like invest it in creating something innovative with yeah. like uncertain payoff. And like that's where I started back in twenty seventeen and then now we're like we, Calvin and I agreed um, sometimes sort or of earlier this year, like, hey, like this, like the only way we're going to get to that number is to scale it. We got to scale beyond like, you know, our shoestring self-funded budget. So that's uh that's where we're kicking off. So we officially registered and we're going through all the 501c3 admin and blah, blah.
1: people will be able to click donate now, hopefully early next year. And it's very dope. What do you think um, that opens up for you? Besides, so you know, again, scalability—just adding more, you know, components, more people, more places. Yeah, I think I think it's um, what what we're seeing. um, There's you know, obviously,
2: polishing everything that we do, like curriculum, and and like being able to hire people to to do that better and better. I think also, like in the hackathon, is a great example. Like it's really just the beginning of creating these experiences, and what we're gonna do on a regular basis of have these like large kind of big 10 virtual events where like we're not just going to teach the curriculum which is awesome right. um we're also going to teach teachers we're also going to bring in inspirational speakers which manny you were the very first one we ever had and we're going to start doing that at at scale and in like various ways. And so for this event, for example, we're going to have a bunch of interviews with some people in the industry, some of our colleagues at Google are going to tell their stories. And these are people yeah. that are representing exactly the students we're trying to reach. So yeah. a diverse group of like artists, engineers, entrepreneurs who have super inspirational stories to tell. So that's like bringing that
1: to the next level is awesome. how can we teach and inspire at scale. And make it an experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Experiential, all that good stuff. I am an eternal fan. I will uh, eternally spread the gospel. I will be involved in any way that I can ever. And uh, I thank you guys for telling me what you've been up to lately. It's been a minute since we talked. Um, anything else that y'all want to you know share or put out there that I haven't asked you about? Yeah. Just uh, once again, join us December 16th,
2: 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., if you join us and if you get into it and if you share your work, you like write some code, remix a track, share it, you will join a raffle to get that Pioneer limited edition Serato DJ controller and a Hercules DJ controllers. And uh, yeah, it's free open and we just want to share this with as many people as possible.
1: What uh, what age range do you think is best for that? Uh, it's it's wide open, right? Wide wide open. Wide open We've yeah. seen students as
2: young as eight, nine years old, and then that's what's up. Uh, adult learners, yeah, as old as not? you and I,
1: Manny. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I will. I will my! Uh, I will hobble to the computer and give it a shot. Um, it's a great program. I've seen it in action. I'm sure it's only gotten better since you know uh, I worked on it. I'm excited to see what happens. I'll try to pop in on Saturday. If not, please let me know anytime you have something going on. You know, I got the newsletter. You know, I got this show. I will Mm -hmm. let people know whenever they can be involved in something like this. And, um, you know, obviously, whenever you need me in the Virgin Islands, just let me know. Uh, I'll see if (laughs) I can. Just don't come
0: with that, Yankees. You know what? Actually, there's a lot. You know what? There's some Yankee fans in St. Thomas, but
1: yeah. (laughs) Okay, with you? Bro, you, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, wear, I'll wear whatever you tell me to wear <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah man yeah. Um, so I appreciate it uh, thanks, thank man. you again for joining me and uh, stay in touch and we'll continue to uh, like I said spread the gospel about whatever y'all are doing awesome okay, thanks man. man thanks man alright appreciate yep. you peace and love yep. once again thanks for listening to another episode of Hip Hop Can Save America aka the world's most important hip hop podcast my name is Manny Faces. You can find out more about the show at hiphopcansaveamerica.com. You can watch the show now as a live stream on YouTube, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Check back for all the replays as well. The interviews from the live stream will be brought here onto the audio feed, so you always get the best of the live stream. You can also check out our Substack newsletter. It's free at mannyfaces.substack.com, filled with stories of hip hop innovation, inspiration, and in general, hip hop news that isn't about dumb shit. <laughs> Eternal shouts to our consulting producer, Summer McCoy. Be sure to check out her dope initiatives, Hip Hop Hacks and the Mixtape Museum. We'll be back soon with another dope episode, but check us out on the live stream as well. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Until next time, it's Manny Faces wishing peace and love to you and yours.